a special treat with us today. We got some kids in here that want to see their buddy get baptized. Let's say hello kids. We're glad you're here. We are glad you're here. Let's uh, let's pray. Lord God, we come before you, Lord, and we are here, brothers and sisters, ready to worship you in spirit and in truth. Uh, Lord, may we do that in a way that would bring a smile to your face, that would please you. And also for us, Lord, as we walk out of here in an hour or so, we would be more sanctified, we would be more Christ-like because of our presence here, because of our study of the Word, because of our praising together, because of our fellowship together. Lord, help us to be molded more into the image of Christ today, and it's in Christ's name we pray. Amen. Well, praise the Lord. On a day that we are able to talk about mission advance and the gospel to the ends of the earth, what a blessing it is to take part in the commission, right? Uh, to baptize those who come to faith in Jesus Christ. And so Tyler Pike wants to say to this church family that he has trusted the Lord Jesus Christ. 
and in obedience to the Lord's commission uh, to follow uh, in believers' baptism. Amen. To God be the glory. Uh, Tyler has a family that would like to witness his baptism. His mom, Miss Adrian's up here, but if there are other family members that would like to stand in honor of, of the baptism. All right. Praise the Lord. Tyler, upon your profession of faith, And coming to know Jesus as your personal Lord and Savior, it's my privilege to baptize you, my brother, in the name of the Father and Son and Holy Spirit. For we are buried with Christ through baptism, and we've been raised to walk in newness of life. Amen, amen. Uh, please grab one of these uh, white cards, if you would, please. It's called a connection card. And if you're with us for the first or second time, we would love to know who you are. So please fill that out. And for everybody, there's an opportunity to put prayer requests there on the back. Or you could ask uh, something about uh, what does it mean to have a relationship with Christ? What does it mean to join the church? We'd be happy to contact you if you have any questions. So please fill that out. And you can put that in the offering plate as you leave today, all right? Well, as the pastor mentioned, uh, it is Missions Day. And so we're going to sing some songs about uh, how to, we share the gospel around the world and the importance of the message of Christ around the world. Let's sing this together. Shout to the north, the south, the east, and the west, Jesus is Lord. And a faith rise up and sing of a great and glorious King. Savior to all, Lord of heaven and earth. Rise up, women of the truth, stand and sing to broken hearts. Who can know the healing power of our awesome King of love? Shout to the north and the south, sing to Savior to all, Lord of heaven and earth. We will shout to the north and the south, sing to the east and the west. Jesus is Savior to all, Lord of heaven and earth. Let's rise up, church. Rise up, church, with broken wings. Fill this place with songs again. Of our God who reigns on high, by His grace again we'll fly. Shout to the north and the south, sing to the east and the west. Jesus is Savior to all, Lord of heaven and earth. We will shout to the north and the south, sing to the east and the west jesus is savior to all lord of heaven and earth lord of heaven and earth lord 
his greatness. We need to remember that he is the only hope for the nations. Amen. Jesus, hope of the nations. Jesus, light of the you are the source of heaven's hope on earth. Jesus, light in the darkness. Jesus, truth in each circumstance. You are the source of heaven's light on earth. In history. the nations. Jesus, hope of the nations. Jesus, comfort for all who mourn. You are the source of heaven's hope on earth. Jesus, light in the darkness. Jesus, truth in you are the source of heaven's light on earth. In all history, in history, you lived and died. You broke the chains. You rose to life. You are the hope, and you are the
offering and how it helps support our international mission board and not every church has the privilege or um, really the, 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 the great opportunity that we have here. We really have real live international mission board missionaries that were launched out of this church and they just happen to be back with us um, and so Kyle and Katie over here. So if Kyle and Katie will come uh, forward, uh, hopefully we won't see them much longer. Now, their parents will say, we want to see them longer, because as you can see, one's with child, and it's not Kyle. And so, um, um, but uh, uh, it's always the hardest thing uh, for parents to release, um, but they know that they, they do that. And uh, Kyle and Katie have served with the International Mission Board for several years, and uh, they came home during the pandemic, but they have been reassigned uh, to uh, Czechia. Czechia, yeah. Yeah, that's why I'm in Missouri. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I was with the senior adults today in Bible study, and they have uh, some of the, the big words in, in the Bible. And you're just supposed to say them with conviction and move on. But I couldn't even say them with conviction and move on. I'm, I'm in Missouri, right? But uh, they are going to be uh, leaving and going on their new assignment soon. We still don't know when. One of the things that you can be praying for is their visas to be approved and that they can be moved on. And uh, um, they're kind of in a window. Uh, they they uh, hoping it, it becomes sooner than later because after some point they have to stay here because of, of child. Uh, but we're, they're hoping to get there and to be on the field as soon as possible. So we want to, 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 want to, to pray for them and uh, to, to always remember um, there's people around the world that's serving in the name of Jesus. And uh, we're going to get the, the privilege of, of, of hearing more of that in just a minute. But we're going to stop and pray for Kyle and Kate. And so let's do that now. God, you're an amazing God, and I thank you so much for the way that you call people out, call people out of your local congregations to go serve around the world, and how fortunate we are to be able to, to know uh, International Mission Board missionaries personally and to be able to support them. And so, God, we thank you for their heart and their calling in, uh, on their life, and just pray that you would bless them and pray that you would uh, go before them. And, uh, and just bless them as they, as they start this new area of ministry, God. 
God, I pray for the visa process. Uh, God, I just pray that uh, it would be done uh, quickly, that uh, they can uh, uh, get on the field uh, quickly, and that uh, uh, they can begin their, their new work there. So, God, we know that everything is in your perfect timing, and so we just give that to you, Lord, but we just pray for just uh, an expedited system to get that done. Uh, God, we just, again, we love you. We praise you in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you all for your service. And 2 o'clock today, we're having a reception for them over in the commons. And uh, so come and, and greet them and, and just celebrate with them. All right. Thank you. The other thing that uh, uh, we do, you know, every week, um, either you get these at home once a quarter or you'll see them in the, in the uh, pews in front of you. But there's a spot on there that says the Great Commission Offering. And the Great Commission Offering, for some people, you may not even know what the Great Commission Offering does. Um, the Great Commission Offering is something that we set up uh, almost five years ago now. And it helps um, missionaries and missions that First Baptist Church Ozark wants to support personally. Uh, we do the International Mission Board. We do the North American Mission Board. We do the Reuben South uh, State Missions and all that kind of stuff. But one of the things that we do is the Great Commission Offering. And so every week you can give to the Great Commission Offering. Um, I'll say this as, I, as, as any good person should do. The first one is your unified budget. You give to the Lord first. That's not an option. And then as you are uh, blessed financially, uh, pray that you would give to the Great Commission offering. Um, for people that are new, and, and, and really it's a, it's a good reminder for us to know that um, we have specific missionaries and missions that we support here at First Baptist Church. You'll get to see one live here today with, with Lazaro, and, and Pastor Philip will be introducing him and his, his wife in just a little bit. But um, um, the Great Commission offering helps support missionaries in Guatemala. We've got missionaries and, and ministries that we support in, in Asia. And uh, just a few weeks ago, we got to hear from that missionary. And, uh, you know, it was so exciting to know that uh, just a, a year and a half ago, there were 23 unreached, unengaged people groups in that area in Southeast Asia, and it's down to, to five um, unreached, unengaged people groups. The Lord is working. And your ministry monies that you help give to that um, help us to get the, the, the message of Jesus Christ to other parts of the world. Um, some of the things that we do, again, we, we, we got missionaries, we've got pastors, we got churches, um, but just simple things of, of of sending blankets and, and money for food. It allows people to get into these uh, villages that we would not be able to get into, but the Lord is allowing uh, local pastors to get into these unreached, un, un, unengaged people groups. So your money that you give to the Great Commission offering is so important. And so you can do that on a weekly basis. You can do that on a monthly basis. But today we're really emphasizing the Great Commission offering uh, just to, to put it back in front of us to help us to remember that there is an opportunity for us to give um, on a regular basis to that. Um, our, our, our mission as our missions committee is not just to do things locally. Yes, it's important for us to do things locally, and it starts here, but we want to go globally. It's hard for us to realize that there's people around the world that still have not heard the precious name of Jesus, that people around the world do not have a copy of the Word of God. We want to make sure that, that people around the world can be able to hear that precious name, the name that saves, the name that uh, is above all names, that one day we will all bow 
and kneel to the name of Jesus. And so help us to get that message of Jesus around the world. Thank you. Pastor. Well, good morning. Listen to the word of the Lord. I'm reading from Isaiah chapter 42. You do understand that the Old Testament is the story of Jesus Christ. We, we believe that around here, right? The Old Testament uh, is the word of the Lord. And if you neglect it, you've neglected three quarters of your Bible. Shame on you. Listen to the word of the Lord. Isaiah 42.1 Behold, my servant whom I uphold, my chosen in whom my soul delights, I will put my spirit upon him, and he will bring forth justice to the nations. You already know who this is talking about, right? It's the Lord Jesus. Listen to verse 2. He will not cry aloud or lift up his voice or make it heard in the street. A bruised reed he will not break, and a faintly burning wick he will not quench. He will faithfully bring forth justice. He will not grow faint or be discouraged till he has established justice in the earth, and the coastlands wait for his law. Thus says God, the Lord, who created the heavens and stretched them out, who spread out the earth and what comes from it, who gives breath to people on it and spirit to those who walk in it. I am the Lord. I have called you in righteousness. I will take you by the hand and keep you. I will give you as a covenant for the people, a light to the nations, to open eyes that are blind to bring out the prisoners from the dungeon, from the prison those who sit in darkness. I am the Lord. That is my name. My glory I will give to no other, nor my praise to carved idols. Behold, the former things I have, have come to pass, and new things I now declare. Before they spring forth, I tell you of them. This text, Isaiah 42, 1 through 9, is about a gentle king and his irresistibly advancing kingdom that will have no end. Now, you do know that one vicious kingdom after another has popped up throughout all of history. And most of those kingdoms have come to an end, right? But one day, a gentle carpenter stood before the most powerful empire in all the world, and he talked about a different kind of kingdom. If you remember, Jesus said to Pilate, My kingdom is not of this world. If it were, my servants would have fought, because that's how worldly kingdoms are built. But my kingdom is not of this world. For this purpose I have come into this world, Jesus said, to bear witness of the truth. I want to remind you today that the entire Bible is a missionary book that pulses with God's love for the nations. It pulses with God's love for every tongue, tribe, and nation. And it also pulses with His sovereign intention to save people of every tribe, nation, and tongue. Why? So that in the end, every knee is going to bow before Christ's throne and give him glory. I want to remind you 
This is not up in the air if it's going to happen or not. God will do it. And here's what I want you to know today. Our church has an opportunity like never before to put our possessions, to put our material wealth right into the hands of those who are taking the gospel to the ends of the earth, like Kyle and Katie, right? And you have another one, Mr. Lazaro, sure is sitting down here, Miss Glendy behind him. <clears throat> They're in Guatemala. They're not in your country, right? And he is a Guatemalan in Guatemala preaching the gospel that Jesus said was going to go to the ends of the earth. And our church is one among just a few that support him 100% for him to be able to preach the gospel uh, in Guatemala and see people come to faith in Jesus Christ, thus fulfill what Isaiah 41 says. Isn't that awesome? So just a reminder today that this is, the, this is why our church exists, folks, to take the gospel to the ends of the earth. What we do here in uh, Ozark is a small thing on the scale, really. It's, it's a huge thing, right, to reach out to this community. But this is not all there is. And that's why it's important for you to get out of your comfort zone and get on a plane with us and go see where the gospel is spreading across the world other than just in the United States of America. As a matter of fact, last time I checked, we need missionaries to come here and give us the gospel. Right? But, but our church has this unique opportunity. So I want to remind you, it's, it's very rare for a church to have a pastor in a foreign country sharing the gospel that you are able to see firsthand and support. That's awesome, isn't it? Now, I could preach this morning, but I need to be quiet. But Lazaro and Glendy are here with us, and we're honored to have you. It's a blessing. Last time Lazaro was here in December of 19, this was pre-pandemic, remember? Before all that took place, we had, he had not yet launched that work that he is in now in pastoring the church there, El Tahar. Is that right? In El Tahar. So, uh, there are many names, Shamontenego, El Tahar, you know, Mount, we got all kind of names over there. But anyway, he's in El Tahar, and God is doing great things. He's going to preach a little while. He's going to show you some videos of what God is doing. And I want you to know that what you are doing is helping support that. Amen? To God be the glory. Let's bow our heads and meditate on this great, great song, because this is what our prayer for the nations, that each and every person around the world will be able to cry out to the Lord, my chains of sin and death are gone. Amen? And here in just a moment, we'll sing that. Stand with us and sing this great, great hymn. 
amazing grace, how sweet the sound that saved a wretch like me. I once was lost, but now I'm found, was blind, but now I see, was grace that taught my
Good morning, everybody. We are honored to be here this morning. Every, everyone has treated us as the royalty. Uh, we are refreshed. We are ready to go back to our community and continue doing ministry, uh, enlarging the kingdom of God in our, our community. Honestly, the last time that we were here, I was, like Pastor Philip said, I was nervous. I was afraid of starting something new, a new ministry. But uh, we praise God. We want to say thank you for supporting us and be able to start the, the new church, the new ministry. And uh, last December, we baptized uh, seven new believers, and we have more ready to baptize in the next uh, couple of days. And this morning, uh, I, want, I want to share based on Paul. Please open your Bibles in Acts 9. Acts 9, verse 1, and we're going to read until verse 5. It says, Meanwhile, Saul was still breathing out murderous threats against the Lord's disciples. He went to the high priest and asked him for letters to the synagogues in Damascus, so that if he found any there who belonged to the way, whether men or women, women, he might take them as prisoners to Jerusalem. As he neared Damascus on his journey, suddenly a light from heaven flashed around him. He fell to the ground and heard a voice Say to him, Saul, Saul, why do you persecute me? Who are you, Lord? Saul asked. I am Jesus, whom you are persecuting. He replied, now get up and go into the city, and you will be told what you must do. Let's pray. Dear Heavenly Father, we have come to this place to praise and worship you. Speak to us this morning through the Bible. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. I would say, beyond the person of our Lord Jesus Christ himself, Paul has had the greatest influence in different ministries, in preachers' lives. Now, what is interesting in here is his great transformation he was trying to dis destroy the, the, the church, the body of Christ, the enlarging of the kingdom of God. Uh, when the pandemic started last year, uh, obviously our government, as everywhere, asked to close the churches, the businesses, the schools, shut down the, the entire uh, country. And 
of course, we wanted to obey the regulations. We, I don't want, I didn't want to be stubborn, but I guess because we do ministry at the police stations, and the chief of the police received Jesus as his Lord and Savior, they asked me not to close our church. <laughs> Praise God. So we were, we were the only church open in our country. <laughs> and God protected us because no one, no one got sick from the virus. Even though we went to the dump to feed those families that work and live down there, we did ministry with the police officers, but no one in our church got sick. <laughs> and either in my family, God protected us. So we can see that nobody <laughs> and nothing can stop the enlarging of the kingdom of God in our countries. Uh, you know, God is not worried about all those issues that we face in our countries. Uh, so Saul tried to destroy the, the church of God, the, the body of Christ, but something happened to him. Jesus appeared to him and his whole life was transformed. His whole life was was changed. Even his name was changed from Saul to Paul. He was blind, but Jesus appeared to him. After he became a believer in Jesus, he wrote almost the whole New Testament. He could see more than any other in his time. See, when Jesus touches your life, you are transform. He, he touched my, my life one day while I was digging into the trash <laughs> uh, at the dump in my home city. I praise God that a missionary came, came to our country and shared the gospel with me. Now, she didn't speak any Spanish and I didn't speak any English. But I guess she learned how to say that powerful phrase but, and said, Jesus loves you, Jesus te ama. And shared the gospel, I received Jesus as my Lord and Savior, and my whole life was changed. I didn't want to go back to my old life. I didn't want to do drugs. Now I had a hungry heart to have my own relationship with God. So Jesus uh, touched uh, Saul's life, and he was transformed. He, he's a pattern. He's a, an example, a godly example for, for us. The conversion of, of this man was very important for the future of the church. He was a, such a unique man. He became a missionary, a preacher, a pastor, a teacher, a leader, a thinker, a soldier of Jesus Christ. The Bible says in Acts 9, 5, 
So cried out, Who are you, Lord? And the answer came back, I am Jesus. In Acts 16, the Bible says that once Paul and Silas were going to the place of prayer, they, they met a woman who had a bad spirit. And Paul delivered her in the name of Jesus. Now the owners got upset and took them prison. Uh, my people and part of my family were afraid that I was going to take into prison last year because I, I opened the church because other pastors uh, had their church, uh, churches open. They were taken into prison, but I was not. <laughs> I was not. Uh, even the, the police took us, uh, when we were on their curfew, they took us to the different places, different stations, different communities to share the gospel, to feed the, the, the people. So Paul and Silas were taken into prison, and verse 25 says that about midnight, they were complaining. They were saying, uh, nobody visited us. <laughs> and they were in a luxurious hotel, <laughs> suffering for Jesus. No, they were not complaining. The Bible says that they were in prison and they were singing hymns to God. They were praising God Nobody told them, hey, preacher, you are doing great job, great sermon, preacher. <laughs> they were in, into prison, but they were not complaining <laughs> for doing God's work. They were praying and singing hymns to God, and what was the result? A revival came to that place, the jailer God saved, his whole family got saved. God manifested in that place. In Ephesians 1.17, Paul prayed for the believers in Jesus. Ephesians 1.17 says, I keep asking that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the glorious Father, may give you the spirit of wisdom and revelation so that you may know him better. You may know him better. Now, in Spanish, we have two words that translate knowledge. And, and those two make a big difference. So knowledge, in his, we have two words in Spanish for, to translate knowledge. One is saber which means to know some information, to learn a lesson, and conocer. Conocer means to have a personal relationship with someone. Not only to know about that person, not only to understand, but to have a 
relationship, a personal relationship with, with someone. And at least in Spanish, Ephesians 1.17 says, we need to conocer, <clears throat> conocer Jesus Christ, to know Jesus Christ better. Let me ask you a question. You know your president or you know about your president? You know about him. Let me ask you another question. You know Jesus or you know about Jesus? Because Paul prayed for us to know him better, to have our own relationship with, with God, with the Lord Jesus Christ. In Philippians 3, 7 and 8, Paul says, but whatever were gains to me, I now consider loss for the sake of Christ. What is more, I consider everything a loss because of the surpassing worth of knowing Christ, Jesus my Lord, for whose sake I have lost all things. I consider them garbage that I may gain Christ. Now, for me, it's interesting that here is a man of God who had founded several churches, had gone to several mission trips, and he says that his most valuable treasure in his life is knowing Jesus as his Lord. In Ephesians 1.12, Paul said that the gifts or ministries are for the perfecting of the saints. I'm reading out of King James Version, but in New International Translation says to equip the saints. Now, to perfect means to finish a task or work with excellence, improve something or someone. The origin of, of, the start, of the start of this world talks about a sculpture, a craftsman, someone who takes in, in his hands something and finishes it until it's, it's perfect. We are, I think we are so glad <laughs> We are thankful to God that he has not finished yet with our lives. He is still working in us, in our lives. And I understand that once we stop learning, we stop growing. Also, this word perfect means to repair, to restore, to be exposed, in this case, to be exposed to God's word. Also means that you are growing, that you are equipped. In, in Matthew 28, 19, Jesus said, therefore, and make disciples. So the winning of souls is not an option. The Great Commission is not the 
great suggestion. A healthy church will produce in the kingdom of God. A healthy church not, will not reject God's word, will grow strong. I have heard that everyone, every, everyone wants to be successful. <laughs> so nowadays every, everybody wants to be successful. And that's, that's great, that's fine. And for me, success is doing what God leads you to do, what God told you to do in whatever le level he told you to do it. De depending on God, looking into the mirror of his word and seeing that if you are accomplishing what he has said before you, loving the people, helping them to come in the kingdom of God, uh, the, the, the family that is going to receive a house in Guatemala, uh, the husband was a gang leader in, in the area where we have a discipleship group. He was a gang me, uh, leader. Uh, he was doing drugs. He was doing uh, kind of extortion. So he was a really bad man, abusive to his wife, to uh, his daughters. But we invited the wife to come to the discipleship group in that area, uh, what we call connection group. So she received Jesus as her Lord and Savior, and we invited the husband. And he received Jesus as his Lord and Savior. Now he's not a gang leader anymore. Uh, he's helping in our church. He's a good husband. Uh, we baptize them. Uh, he he's a musician. He's helping to teach the teenagers in our church to play the instruments. Uh, now he's a, a good man, a good husband. <laughs> um, in conclusion, without knowledge, we are not effective in our work for God. We cannot produce in the kingdom of God. We are not prepared if we don't have knowledge. The first Bible verse that I learned when I became a, a believer in Jesus, uh, even though before John 3.16, because everybody knows John 3.16, but uh, before I, I learned Hosea 4.6, which, which says, my people are destroyed because of the lack of knowledge. So I learned that ignorance is not a blessing. God always wants to use people to accomplish his plans. So he finds people like Saul or Paul, Noah. He wants to find you, to use you to enlarge his kingdom. Amen. I want to invite my beautiful 
bride to come in front and share what share also what the Lord is doing in our community. And Miss Elsie will translate for her. Good morning. Buenos días. <laughs> es una bendición estar aquí en la iglesia. It is a blessing to be with all of you this morning. Y poder saludar a mucha gente. And be able to greet most of you. Es, es una bendición poder mostrar lo que Dios ha hecho en nuestras vidas. It is a blessing to be able to show you what God is doing in our life. Eh, yo decía hoy en el, en el grupo de la clase de Escuela Dominical. During Sunday school, I was telling them. Los exámenes son muy duros y difíciles muchas veces de pasar. It is hard to take a test and pass them. ¿Sí o no? Yes or no. Entonces, ¿cómo vamos a saber que el Señor es eh, nuestro proveedor si no hemos sabido que nos falta? How do we know that God is our provider if we don't know what is missing? Eh, entonces, Dios nos ha dado una bendición. God is giving us the blessings. Uh, quiero abrir mi corazón. I want to open my heart. El año, hace dos años, en el 2019, cuando venimos. Two years ago, in 2019, when we came. Tenía mucho miedo. I was so afraid. Eh, aunque yo sabía y sé que Dios es mi padre, y él siempre ha estado conmigo. Even though I knew that God is my father, and he's always with me. Pero tenía miedo de... De depender solo, solo de él. But I was afraid to give this step to depend only of him. Y gracias, Iglesia. Dios les bendiga por haber hecho en el 2019 lo que hicieron con nosotros. And thank you, Church, because in 2019 you did a great thing for us. Y nuestra, la, nuestra iglesia abrimos las puertas el 5 de enero del 2020. So we were able to open our church in January 5th mm -hmm. in 2020. Y nuestra iglesia se llama Ministerios Cropwell. And our church name is Cropwell Ministry. Y fuimos a rentar una casa. We rented a house. Y en realidad no teníamos ni cama. Ni nada, but nada. The, the house was emptied without bed or furniture. Nada, lo que sí. So <laughs> nothing. Rentamos la casa y mi esposo dice, ¿y dónde vamos a dormir? So we had the house and then we thought, well, where are we going to sleep? Pero Dios proveyó por medio de ustedes. So God provides us through you. Y 
y vivimos arriba en el segundo nivel y abrimos el garage para la iglesia. So we live in the second floor and this is the garage and we open the garage for the church. Pero no habíamos tenido nada, no habíamos, no teníamos sillas ni nada. But at that point we didn't have chairs or, or nothing. Y entonces sacamos las sillas que teníamos de nuestro comedor, que eran seis. Pensamos de primero que iban a llegar muy poquita gente el primer día. So the first day we decided to move our living room, uh, uh, dining room chairs, that was six, to our church thinking, okay, we just have a small group today. Pero no, vinieron 25. But 25 show up. <laughs> Y ahora tenemos 125 personas, niños y adolescentes y, y personas adultas. So now we have 125 between adults and children. Gloria al Señor por eso. Praise God for that. Y entonces Dios ha estado haciendo muchas maravillas. We have seen God doing marvelous job in our church. La próxima, por favor. Next. <laughs> Tenemos el ministerio, continuamos con el ministerio del basurero. We're still working in the dump. Eh, los que han ido recuerdan que esto es el basurero. La gente está ahí abriendo las bolsas de basura y so, viendo qué pueden comer y qué pueden vender. So basically people go there to open the trash bag to find food or object that they can sell later on. Eh, ahí está Carmen recibiendo a Jesús como su único y suficiente Salvador. Ella está in, aceptando a Cristo. In this picture you have Carmen that she's praying and receiving Jesus as a Savior and Savior. Eh, a ella su papá la vendió cuando tenía 12 años para ser prostituta. When she was 12 years old, she was sold to be a prostitute by her father. Ella tiene dos niños que no sabe quién es el papá. She has two kids and by now she doesn't know who are the parents of the child. Eh, tiene tres porque tiene una nena. Oh. And now she has three kids. Y ella estaba tomando mucho cuando ella estaba muy cansada de estar en el de prostitución, ella fue a visitar a su tía, pero ella tomaba y se drogaba mucho. Pero después que recibió a Jesús, su vida ha cambiado bastante. So, while she was a prostitute, she used to use drugs and alcohol, but, and visit her aunt time to time. But now that she received Jesus as a Lord and Savior, her life changed. Y Dios ha cambiado muchas vidas. Hemos visto ya como cinco familias que ya no están en el basurero porque han mejorado sus vidas en, en Cristo. And we had seen how Jesus had been changing life like Carmen life. And now we have five families out of the dump because there are new families in Jesus. Thank you. No, próxima. Oh, yeah. Next. <laughs> Next. Próxima. Ahí está. Uh, las audiobiblias son una bendición para nosotros. Another blessings are the audio Bibles. Uh, usted tal vez no tiene la imagen de en América la gente no sabe leer. Aún personas jóvenes no saben leer. Uh 
In Guatemala, people doesn't know how to read, even younger kids. Ah, porque muchas veces los padres no los cuando van a la escuela y dos años no se les queda, le dicen no, mejor trabaje. Because they send them to school as a child, but if they don't learn quick, like in two years, the parents decide to take them out of school and put them to work. Y es por eso que no que no saben leer. And that's why they don't know how to read. Entonces, las audiobiblias son de mucha bendición para las vidas de ellos. So the audio Bibles are big blessing for the life of them. Pero también les dimos a los policías. And we also give it to the policemen. Ah, oyeron que mi esposo dijo que el, el jefe de la policía había aceptado a Cristo. And you heard the chief of the police become Christian. And he received an audio Bible. And he also received an audio Bible. Y él dijo que era el mejor regalo que había recibido en su vida. And he said that this is the best gift I ever had. Y entonces ahora él es, eh, hemos dado a los policías y tienen en la patrulla su audio Biblia para escuchar la Biblia cuando andan patrullando. So now we give this audio Bible to every policeman and they keep it on the police car. So when they are working, they are listening the Bible. Next. Y también tenemos el ministerio de, de, la, de los policías que les damos su desayuno o cena, les damos un devocional, les predicamos y estamos sirviéndole a los policías y ellos están muy agradecidos. We also have a police minister, we, all, we give them breakfast, lunch, or dinner, and with that we also have a Bible study, so they're really happy to be able to, for us to minister with them. Uh, ha sido muy especial cuando lo miran a uno y dice son una que es una bendición que nosotros lleguemos a ellos no se sienten ahora como rechazados sino que apreciados. Now they feel appreciated, appreciated and they're now feel rejected. So they're really happy that we are able to minister to them. Yeah. Próxima. Eh, la distribución de víveres es una bendición para nosotros. The food distribution is also a blessing for us. Yo sé que aquí también fue difícil el tiempo de la pandemia. I know that it was hard during pandemic season. Pero eh, en Guatemala se quedó la gente en menos de ocho días sin comida. But in Guatemala, in less than eight days, you ran out of food. During those seasons. Entonces la gente sacaba sus banderas blancas en su puerta diciendo que no tenían nada de comida. So the people put a white flag at the door, so that was the sign that they, they didn't have anything to eat. Uh, en muchas familias es normal comer cereal y leche. So for many families it's easy and normal to eat your cereal and milk. Pero en, en nuestra comunidad no es muy normal tener una taza de leche con cereal. But in Guatemala, it's unusual to have cereal and milk as a food. Eh, o algunas veces compran una, un vaso de leche y le echan dos de agua para que rinda para la familia. So what they were doing sometimes is using a glass of water and adding two cups of a glass of milk and add two glass of water to be able to have enough milk for the whole family. 
Entonces no, no es sustentoso. So really you don't have any nutrients from that. Pero fue una bendición poderles dar cereal y leche en el medio de la pandemia cuando no tenían comida y sacaban sus banderas de no tener comida. So for us it was a real blessing to be able to give them food, milk, even cereal when they show the white plaque in the doors and uh, be able to minister to them. O hacer comida ya hecha y darle a la gente. O cook for them. Próxima. Eh, es una bendición mirar a las mujeres haciendo algo en, en sus vidas. Uh, tenemos grupos de conexión, como decía mi esposo, tenemos seis grupos de conexión. We have six group of connections. Entonces, en diferentes áreas que no hay cerca una iglesia. So, they are in different areas where churches are not close to by. Eh, en, en la área donde vive la señora que está ahí, es, son muy católicos. In the area where this lady lives, they're really Catholic. Los católicos en Guatemala son muy religiosos y muy cerrados. And the Catholic in Guatemala, they're really close and they're really like uh, by religion. Entonces, antes hacíamos reuniones de mujeres y yo invité a una de a una de las mujeres de ese grupo varias veces. So we we had a group of women and one day I invited one of those ladies to that meeting. En y el año pasado ella vino a mi casa y nos dijo, ¿por qué no han hecho reuniones de mujeres? So last year she came to my house and said, why you don't have a women's ministry? Y entonces, pero yo no yo no puedo venir a la iglesia porque voy a tener problemas con mi familia porque soy católica. But I cannot come because since you know I'm Catholic, I'm going to have trouble with my family. Entonces le dijimos, pues le llevamos la iglesia a su casa. So we told them, don't worry, we're going to bring church to your house. Y entonces fuimos a su casa. So we went to her house. La primera vez mi esposo fue con mi hija. So the first time my husband went with my daughter. Ella y sus niños estaban ahí para recibir la, el estudio bíblico. And she was there with her, with her kids to receive the Bible study. Y entonces, el próximo dos semanas cuando fuimos, ya tenía cuatro mujeres y más niños. We went back a week later, and by that time she had four more girls, women, and 12 niños. 12 kids. Y ahora tenemos 14 mujeres y 25 niños. And now we have 14 women and 26 kids. <laughs> y, y me pregunté, ahora, ¿cómo las, llevo, ¿cómo las llevamos a la iglesia? And I, I asked myself, okay, now, how... How do I do? What, what do I do to bring them to church? Y Dios habló a mi corazón un día cuando uh, mi esposo estaba predicando. And God talked to my heart when my husband was preaching. Bueno, Dios ha tocado varias veces. Oh, Dios toca mi corazón cuando mi esposo 
predica, pero ese día fue muy específicamente. Well, God always touched my heart when my husband preached, but that day, but that day he was really specific. Él estaba preguntando, él estaba diciendo a la iglesia, ¿qué tienes en tus manos? So he was asking the church, what do you have in your hands? Y él estaba hablando sobre la mujer que que tenía las vasijas vacías y le dijeron que las llenara de aceite y ella tuvo que prestar más más vasijas para llenarlas de aceite. And he was preaching about the woman that have these vessels and they need to fit it with oil. Y entonces yo dije, ¿qué tengo en mis manos? So I asked myself, what do I have in my hands? ¿Qué, ¿Qué puedo hacer con mis manos? What can I do with my hands? Entonces recordé que tenía máquinas de coser. And I, I thought, well, I have uh, some machines. Y hermana Betsy me había regalado tela para, para coser. And Betsy gave me a fabric to sew. Pero no lo había usado por la pandemia. But I didn't use them because of the pandemic. Entonces Dije, puedo invitar a las mujeres para enseñarles a coser. So I thought, well, I'm going to invite all these women to my house to be able to teach them how to sew. Entonces, invité a las mujeres a venir a la iglesia para coser. So I invite the women to come to the church and we start to sew. Pero también había otro problema. Las mujeres me dijeron, yo nunca he tocado una máquina y no sé coser y no sé leer. So we, have another, we were facing another problem. They said, I never touch a machine sewing machine and I don't even know how to read. Entonces le dije, no, no se preocupe, vamos a orar para que Dios le dé la habilidad para poder coser. So I said, don't worry, we're going to pray and let's pray that God give you the ability so you will learn how to sew. Entonces ellas empezaron a, a coser, a, a, a coser y ellas han estado muy contentas en estar cosiendo. And since then they learned how to sew and they've been so happy sewing. Entonces empezamos orando y teniendo un corto devocional. We start praying and having a short devotional. Entonces ellas están viniendo a la iglesia a coser y a recibir la palabra. So now they're coming to our church to sew and also to receive the word of God. Entonces eso es el con eso es los grupos de conexión trayendo la gente de diferente forma a la iglesia. So that's how the connection group works, bringing people to do different stuff in the church. Y, y Dios ha sido bueno y ha, hemos tenido buenos resultados. And God has been faithful and we have, we have seen the fruits. Porque el Señor, hemos tratado la manera de no solo darles el pescado, sino enseñarles a pescar. Because we're not teaching them, we're not giving them the fish, we're teaching them how to fish. Y entonces, los grupos de conexión, tenemos este otro grupo que es el eucalipto. This is another group named eucalyptus. Uh, en el 2019 fue un año muy terrible para el eucalipto. So 2019 was a, the worst years for this group. En la estación de policía estaba en pintado de rojo esa área. So the police, in the police station was la, red, that was danger zone, that area. Porque había mucha violencia. Because it was a lot of delinquency. Eh, muchos muertos. A lot of uh, uh, assassin. 
Yeah. Y, y entonces, sí. Yeah. Eh, y entonces, los policías de, dijeron, miren lo que está pasando en el eucalipto y nos enseñaban las fotos muy duras. So the policeman show us the picture and said, look, this is what is happening in this area and this is really hard for them. Y entonces ellos dijeron, ¿pueden orar por nosotros por esa área específica? So they asked us, can you pray for this specific area? Y entonces eh, nos, él nos, nos llevó, esa, la patrulla nos llevó ahí a ese lugar para orar. So the police uh, took us to that prayer place to be able to pray for them. Y buscamos una casa para hacer una escuelita bíblica para so, niños. So when we went to look for a house to be able to do a vacation Bible school in that area. Y hablamos con alguien que era cristiano, pero dijo que no podía abrir su casa porque no quería. So we talked we found someone that said to be a Christian, but he was like, I don't want to open my house for this work. Entonces fuimos a esta casa. So we went to this house. La gente católica. They are Catholic. Y atrás tenían muchos ídolos. Muchos, muchos ídolos, muchos altares con flores y candelas y alcohol. And in the back they have idols and alcohol and altars. Y entonces la mujer nos dijo, pueden venir a, a, a enseñarles aquí a, a los niños, está bien. Solo que yo soy católica y no me voy a hablar de ser cristiana. So the lady told them, uh, you can come and use this area to teach the kids, but please don't come and tell me that uh, about Jesus, about Christians, because I'm Catholic. Y entonces yo le dije, está bien, no se preocupe, solo voy a darle, hablarle del amor de Dios a los niños. So I said, it's okay, I'm just going to teach uh, about the God of, love of God to these kids. Y fue muy bendecido el primer día. And it, the first day was a blessing. Habían diez niños. We had ten kids. Y entonces yo dije, uno a la vez, Dios puede cambiar. And I said, one at a time, God will change them. Y, y entonces cuando fuimos con mi esposo, la siguiente vez habían doce mujeres que la, la mujer católica había invitado. So that we went back a week later and we found out 12 women that the Catholic lady invited them to listen. Y, y ha sido de bendición. Ella ha sido una evangelista como la mujer samaritana. And she's become like a Samaritan woman. She's been preaching and teaching others about Jesus. Ahora tenemos 21 mujeres en ese grupo. Now we have 21 women in that group. Y 21 niños. And 21 kids. Y es de bendición. Ellas siempre están mandándome un mensaje diciendo... ¿A qué horas va a venir? Este, es, este jueves nos toca, ¿verdad? Recibir la, nuestro estudio. Ellas tienen hambre del Señor. They're hungry to learn more about Jesus and every week they send me texts. Remember, this Thursday is the day that you come in to help us. Y ha sido de mucha bendición este grupo también. Y de ahí salió la, el hombre que mi esposo habló que era el líder de... de, 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 de una mara de pandillas. Okay. 
And from this group is where one of the uh, Maras, the gang from Guatemala, came out to be able to serve. La esposa era católica. His wife was Catholic. Pero ella recibió a Jesús. But she became Christian. Y ella agarró la palabra que dice que si cree en Jesús, ella y su casa serán salvos. And she believed that if her believe her and her house will be safe. Entonces, un día le dispararon a su esposo por estar en Amara. So because the husband was a gang, in the gang, he was shot in his leg. Y no podía ir al hospital porque ya había estado en prisión y lo iban a llevar o iban a investigar porque había tenido la bala. So he, were not he was not able to go to the hospital because they will take it to prison. Y entonces dijo él, no, mejor me voy a buscar a Dios porque ya no, mi vida ya no tiene sentido. So he thought, you know what, uh, my life doesn't have any meanings. I'm going to start looking for God. Y el Señor hizo un cambio radical en la vida de él. And God changed his life. Y entonces no estaban casados. They were not married. Los casamos. Now they're married. Una de las cosas bien importantes que él estaba llorando fue cuando mi esposo le dijo, vamos y le voy a comprar su ropa para casarse. Y él dijo, no, no te, él no sabe quién fue su papá. Y él sintió que Lázaro era como su papá proveyendo para él. And he felt moved because Lázaro went and bought his clothes for his wedding. And since he never knew he was his parents, he felt like Lázaro was that figure for him. Y él quiere estar en la casa, quiere servir. Él está muy atento para servir. Y ahora usamos su talento que él tiene. And now he's always in the house. He always want to serve. And we are using his talents for the glory of God. Eso es el grupo de, el otro, siguiente, este grupo de conexión. So that's referring this connection group. La próxima. Próxima. Next. Uh, el ministerio de hombres ha sido muy difícil para mi esposo porque muchos hombres no quieren servir al Señor. Many men don't want to serve. So this ministry is something that is really hard for Lazarus. Porque ha, ha probado como dar desayunos o almuerzos. Ahora estamos con las cenas para ver en qué cuál es el tiempo que ellos tienen para poder recibir eh, la enseñanza de la palabra. So he's trying to serve them uh, breakfast, lunch, dinner to see what is the best time for them to be able to come. Para que ellos sean mejores esposos. To be able to serve the Lord and be better husbands. Próximo. Next. Ah, esto es la, el ministerio de damas. So the women's ministry. Y entonces tuvimos en enero una reunión de, de las mujeres. This is uh, a meeting last January. Y Dios ha sido bueno. God has been good. Y estoy muy emocionada porque también vamos a tener la próxima semana cuando llegue el grupo otro otro día de ministerio de mujeres. And I'm so excited because next week when the group uh, go to go to Guatemala, we're going to have this women's ministry with them. Es una bendición porque vamos a reunir los grupos de conexión en la iglesia. And it's a blessing because we're also going to have the connection group together in the church. Next. 
Esto es los pinos. This is the pines. Está mi monedero atrás, en mi bolsa. Ahí está mi cartera abajo. Eh, esto es los pinos. I'm sorry. Eh, estos niños son eh, que el juzgado separó a los padres de porque sus papás fueron muy violentos y el, y el gobierno, los, el juzgado los separó para tenerlos en un hogar, en un hogar seguro, dicen ellos, y es un lugar de la iglesia católica, un hogar de monjas. Okay. These kids are foster kids, but the way that they do it is they put it in a uh, Catholic church, like with nuns, in a Catholic church. House, el juzgado lo, lo puso y, y entonces cuando ya están mejor uh, so when they're, cuando they're ya better. no hay ajá, los mandan a otra colonia para que ellos renten una casa siempre de la iglesia católica y vivan ahí so when the parents are getting better they give them money to and help no, them no, ellos, they no, help ellos them? pagan ellos pagan oh. renta oh when the parents are getting better they have to pay rent to rent for the nuns to be able to have a better life and take the kids out of this place. Entonces, ahí no viven con su papá, solo con la mamá o con la abuelita. So in this place, they live either with the parents that is not in trouble, can be the mom and dad, or the grandmother. Pero no viven con la, el papá no vive. But the parent, the, the dad doesn't live there. Solo con la mamá. Entonces, una mujer un día fue a recibir víveres, eh, cuando dimos distribución de víveres y le preguntamos dónde vive. Y ella dijo, vivo muy, muy lejos de, de la iglesia y le pedimos su número de teléfono y la llamamos. So one day, this lady came to the food distribution and we asked them, where do you live? And she said, I live far away, but we give them the phone number. Y entonces la fuimos, la llamamos para irla a visitar y sí vivía lejos. Y ella dijo, tengo 10 años de no ir a la iglesia porque mi esposo abusaba mucho de mí y entonces ya no fui a la iglesia. Yo era cristiana, pero tengo 10 años de no ir. So she said, I was Christian, but my husband was really abusive and I have been out of the church for 10 years. Y entonces la invitamos a la iglesia. So we invite her to come back. Pero ella dijo, ustedes pueden venir también aquí conmigo. But she said, why you don't come here with me? Entonces ella invitó a más mujeres. So she invited more women. Tenemos siete mujeres. Now we have seven women. Y quince niños um, hay. Fifteen kids right there. Eh, hay una niña. Aquí no. La... Una de las niñas que están ahí se llama Vilma. One of the girl's name is Vilma. El, ella es resultado del abuso del padrastro de su mamá. So she's resolved the abuse of the uh, stepfather of the mom. Sí, entonces ella resultó embarazada del, del, del padrastro. So oh. she, she was pregnant of the stepfather. Cuando tenía 13 años. When she was 13 years old. Y entonces ella... Ella rechazó a Vilma. So she rejected Vilma. Y las monjas se lo quitaron y la pusieron en el orfanatorio. So the nuns took her and put it on this orphanage. Y entonces ella tiene la cara muy aruñada, 
porque le sacaban mucha sangre en el, orf en el orfanatorio. So she has her skin like with scratch because uh, they took blood out of her in the orphanage. Y uh, por causa de la pandemia, la, el orfanatorio cerró y entregó a los niños a, a algunos familiares. Ella se fue con la abuelita. So Vilma, because of the pandemic, the, the orphanage closed and Vilma was sent with the grandma. Y entonces ella llega a recibir las lecciones de la Biblia. So now she's able to come and listen about ella the Bible. Ella corre para abrir el portón, she, la puerta grande. She always ran to open the doors. Y ella siempre está muy contenta. And she's always happy. Pero ella me dijo un día, yo quiero darle algo. But one day she said, I want to give you something. Y ella me dijo, ella me dio esto. Tal vez es algo insignificante, es una cuenquita de madera. And she gave me this that maybe is so insignificant. Pero ella me dijo, hermana Glendy, yo quiero darle mi corazón. But she said, ah, hermana Glendy, ah, uh, I want to give you my heart. Por favor, no lo vaya a perder. Please, don't get it lost. Porque yo la amo mucho a usted y usted me ama a mí. Because I love you and you love me. Y entonces ella me regaló este corazón. And she gave me this heart. Y yo le dije, es mejor que lo, le regalé su corazón a Jesús y no a mí. Pero ella me dijo, pero este es mi corazón que le quiero dar a usted y, y cuídelo, por favor. And I told her, it's better if you give it to Jesus. And she said, well, but I want to give it to you. Can you take it and take care of that? Yo lo ando cargando en todo lugar y me recuerdo y oro por ella. So I carry this with me and any time that I see it, I pray for her. En el próximo. Next. Que ya no tengo tiempo. <laughs> eh, y entonces ahí estamos y tenemos mi, mi hija uh, y mis hijos están en el ministerio de la alabanza. My son and my daughter, the old, they also... Um, work in the ministry with us, in the worship. Gracias por su atención. Dios les bendiga. Esto es lo que Dios ha hecho por medio de ustedes también que nos bendijeron en el 2019. And thank you and God bless you and thank you for all that you did in, for us in 2019. Amen. Gracias. I've got some news for y'all. You're not going to beat the Methodists to lunch. All right. Yeah. <laughs> Go ahead. Love this couple. Go ahead and sit with Eliza. Um, I prayed about it this morning as I was walking through the home, and I said, Lord, you know, it's, it's giving time. And the number that popped in my mind for me personally with Natalie was at this point, we give monthly to Great Commission, but 200 bucks. I said, you know what, that's the minimum I can do for what we know God is doing. So it's a Great Commission fund offering. You can match your pastor. I'd rather you give more if God allows, or you can give less, whatever. Just, I don't ask you to do anything that I don't do as a pastor. Amen. So let's be open uh, to give generously to this offering. It's the one time that we strategically have the one offering for the Great Commission Fund during the year. And you know you can give any time, but the ushers are going to pass the plates. What a blessing. We haven't passed plates in over a year. Yes, you're going to see plates come by. All right. So uh, I'm going to ask, as the offering is being taken, if you're going to Guatemala and you guys have your shirts on, as soon as you can, 
move down here. We're going to close in prayer so you can beat the Methodists to the lunch table. All right? All right. All right, let's pray. Father, uh, may you uh, multiply the gifts from your people. And Father, may you use it to further your kingdom uh, with the advancement of the gospel all over the world. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. As the offering's being uh, taken up today, let's revisit that song, Jesus, Hope of the Nations. Jesus, hope of the nations, Jesus, comfort for all who mourn. You are the whole source of heaven's hope on earth. Jesus, light in the darkness, Jesus, truth in each circumstance. You are the source of heaven's light on earth. In history, you lived and died. You broke the chains. You rose to life. You are the hope living in us. You are the rock in whom we trust. You are the third we'll have uh, 30 of our people from FBCO leaving to go to Guatemala and so you'll see some here there's some still coming down the aisle but we're going to reverse a while ago we prayed for Kyle and Katie but now we're going to ask Kyle to pray for us yeah let's pray together over this team dear father we do uh, just stop and we thank you uh, for involving us in, as in your kingdom mission that you have and that kingdom mission that you're executing in so many different ways across the globe. And so right now, Father, we just pray specifically for this team that we're sending out from among our family here in Ozark, First Baptist. And we just pray, God, that even in the coming days, you would uh, prepare all of them uh, spiritually, emotionally, psychologically, and physically uh, from the mission that you've called them to in these coming days, Father. And so we pray that, uh, that, that on the one hand, you would, that you would transform them and grow them in their experience uh, in these new uh, contexts, Father, as you use them. But then also, uh, perhaps more so, Father, we just pray uh, that your 
a kingdom and your message would be uh, pushed out through them. God, would you stretch them and would you execute your good purposes uh, through this team there in Guatemala? We thank you so much specifically uh, for Pastor Lazaro and his family, God, and the amazing work uh, that he's doing there. And we thank you for the opportunity that we as a church family uh, have uh, to be uh, behind him and them uh, in that ministry there uh, in Guatemala. So, Father, again, uh, we just... Uh, thank you for the, the opportunity uh, that you give us to be a part of your mission there in Guatemala. And we pray all of this in the powerful name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Let's stand and as we dismiss. Let's sing once again. You are the hope. Singing of our Lord. You are the hope living in us. You are the rock in whom we trust. You are the Conquering fear, my friends of peace.